Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. I am your gracious host, Terry Glenn Harris. Listen, for those of you who have been listening, welcome back. And for those of you who are here for the first time, welcome to the platform. I do have some exciting news for those of you who are watching right now on YouTube. You can see me. And for those of you who are listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, I'm going to let you know that we are now streaming on YouTube as well as the audio. So we have Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast audio and Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast video. My wife was like, babe, you need to go ahead and move on um, into video. And I'm like, ah, I, I was apprehensive, but I listened because women are, are very wise. So I listened. I did what she suggested. And I'm excited. And what makes me more excited is my first episode being on YouTube. I also have an awesome, awesome guest. Uh, for those of you listening via, you know, Apple podcast or what have you, if you're wondering where you can go to find the YouTube page, you can always look us up at With Love, the Harris fam. And that's where you'll be able to see this podcast and all you gotta do is click on the playlist that says motivation, right? So I'm excited. I'm excited every single time I get to record a podcast episode, but I'm a little bit more excited with this one because I have another special guest. So for YouTube, I just wanna let you know that we are running a, um, a series entitled, I've Got a Story to Tell. And for those of you who have been listening via audio, you know that we've been doing this series since the beginning of 2021. And we have heard from some incredible people who have been telling their stories of dealing with breast cancer, dealing with stomach cancer, starting businesses, um, being subject to emotional traumas. And this time we have someone who's going to come and tell us their story and this one is, I got a story to tell, how I found my purpose. Now, before I have any guests on the platform, I always pray and I ask God who it should be. And when I got this one from him, I literally had finished praying and then I received an audio message. And in the audio message, she was explaining her purpose. And I was like, wow, God, I didn't know you were going to move that fast, but I'm <laughs> glad you did. She is someone who is very near and dear to my heart. She is someone who has known me before I knew me, uh, someone who has played a motherly figure in my entire life, just about. Uh, she is the biological mother to one of my absolutely best friends, walking the earth aka my brother and she is going to tell her her story about how she found her purpose ladies and gentlemen welcome to beyond the coffee table the podcast mrs wanda williamson Yay. yes hello everyone oh my goodness first of all i want to congratulate and salute you Terry, um, I am so honored to be here today. I am greatly uh, moved and blessed to be here because I have been able to have a front seat 
in your life, watching you grow into the man that God has called you to be and now living on your purpose. And as you said, uh, my son, Shadon Starling. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Shadon. Amazing uh, musician, absolutely amazing father and young man as well. And um, I'm just grateful that God has chosen me to be um, just one of the, the, the viewers in your lives. For me, um, I think at a very early age, um, growing up with my parents, um, they were young parents finding their way, but God has really directed their steps. And I think they really dropped a lot of nuggets of wisdom in my mm -hmm. life. And so at an early age, I kind of had a little bit of a, a hint of what my purpose was. Um, there were things where I would just sort of naturally gravitate to helping other friends, encouraging. And I, I felt that help and encouraging were the major uh, landmarks, if you will, in my life. And um, along the way, I started to find out that those things were my calling, if you will, and my purpose um, okay. driving me in my life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I remembered, um, at an early, in fact, I was about 15 or 16. It's funny because, you know, a lot of coaches promote doing this now, and I had no idea then. Um, it was just a thing. I had a list of things that I just wanted to do in my life. I wanted to travel. Mm -hmm. So I thought, I remember writing, I want to travel. I would love to be an airline stewardess. I Ooh. wanted to teach and encourage uh, young girls because I found for me, a lot of my friends grew up um, with homes that didn't have fathers in it. Like I had my mother and my father. And so right. my parents had become the parents to the community, to the church. Mm -hmm. They were parents for all of my friends. And so I always felt that sort of lean toward those young girls without both parents to help anchor them in their lives. And um, so in my mind, I thought that I was going to possibly be uh, a school teacher um, or have some sort of nonprofit organization to help young girls. Okay. Um, there was just a, a, a long list of things that I wanted to do. And who knew? that God would have it where my travel was eight years in the United States Marine Corps, not as an airline stewardess. Um, who knew that it was gonna be um, 12, 13 years as a foster parent, my husband mm -hmm. and I, instead of the nonprofit organization, yet, I'm saying right. yet. Yes, so exactly. it's amazing to me how there are things that show up in our lives that are fingerprints Mm -hmm. to what our purpose is early on. But we kind of get, uh, we adapt to seeing things the way we imagine it okay. instead of being open to seeing how God actually rolls that thing out in our lives. Yes. So um, I started to see early on that that was where he was pushing me toward that. And in my travels, I've been able to uh, be a blessing to other people and, and teaching and encouraging and motivating, but not necessarily in the traditional way, in a traditional mm -hmm. classroom, if, if you will. Absolutely. Right, right. Yes. So 
each and every living and breathing organism has a purpose. Unfortunately, not all tap into the purpose. However, you have. Uh, and someone listening might be wondering, well, how does that happen? How do I tap into my purpose? So if we could, I would like you to just explain how you began to tap into your purpose. For me, I think um, when you know something is a part of you and, and its purpose, you start to get a sense of it because it's that thing that you do mm -hmm. that's just natural and it guides you. And when someone, if you're in a room and there's an opportunity for you to tap into that thing, like for me, um, encouragement, it just, it just comes. Mm -hmm. um, at any time that I am in a conversation um, amongst, you know, peers or, or anyone, and there is a need of uh, for instruction, a need for encouragement, a need for building a person up. Yes. I can't sit in my seat and not take that opportunity to pour into that person because every person has a purpose absolutely and that purpose what we have to begin to see is it is that thing that we impart to somebody else that adds some value to their lives it's something that builds them up it's something that lifts their head it's something that makes them feel like i can do this thing called life and mm -hmm. i can show up in my life being my best self right because i have been anchored and someone has poured something in that helps you run this race so for me that purpose looks like encouraging people it looks like helping people it looks like servicing people to recognize what their purpose is so they can mm -hmm. help other people to encourage um, right now in this season, um, the young girls, because we do foster care of young teen girls uh, specifically. And so in this season, it's about encouraging and imparting um, pearls of wisdom to them to let them know that they can, they can be the things that they aspire to be, but recognize who they are and who they need to mm. be to show up in the world being effective, being productive citizens in the world, that whatever you have come out of does not determine where God is taking you. That Absolutely. your past does not have to determine your future by any means. Right. So that is the thing that I, I get to um, be blessed to be charged with is to pour that love and that direction and that encouragement and mm -hmm. that life to them, to let them know that there are going to be hills and valleys uh, for, for everybody. But when you stay connected to a source that helps you to thrive, that's family, that's mm -hmm. faith, mm -hmm. um, that you, when you look back, you, you look back only to shift and adjust where you need to go moving forward. It's just like in your car, you use that rear view mirror just to make sure that you're safe, you're aligned, there's nobody running up on you. Right. But you turn around and you be focused and you're looking forward. We can't mm -hmm. 
drive backwards and not expect to have, or, or you're driving backwards and not expect to have an accident. Right. That's the focus should be. So that's right. how we have to live life. And I think for me, um, it's like breathing. It's like drinking water to want to engage people and be a help, be mm-hmm. an encouragement. Whatever their purpose looks like, it doesn't have to be mine because right. everybody's got their own fingerprint, I would say, of God in their life. That's what that purpose is. It's like little, that, that fingerprint that God has given just for you. Now, he's given it to everybody. Mm-hmm. The way it looks like for you, it's unmatched. Absolutely. So we have got to tap into that. So for me, um, I've found that my purpose is to just um, to lovingly push and encourage our young women to show up in this world being their best selves. Mm, Very important. And you and important, like earlier, you were talking about how your parents were parents to other you know, other girls when you were growing up and then they transitioned to being grandparents Mm -hmm. to, you know, like myself, you know, always being there, the cream of wheat, the the cola for breakfast. (laughs) And it's like, you want some orange juice, baby? And I'm like, no, I just have a cola. And she's like, okay, well, you know, one of these days I'm gonna start drinking some orange juice, but today (laughs) I have the cola. Uh, and it's just how how the cycle just continues. Yes, uh, which is very important. And like you were talking about purpose earlier, all purpose, even if your purpose, you know, makes you money or it's in clothing design or whatever it might be, building cars, it's all in the service yes. of people. You know, people. We need to clothe ourselves. We need automobile for transportation. So all purpose is absolutely in service now when you discovered your purpose how do you know that was it i actually had a very good friend of mine um that um just sat me down one day and i I got to a place where when i wasn't sure i asked and she mm. just said, okay, stop it. Like, you know, you're that go-to person. When people have issues, they got problems, they come to you. They come to you for the encouragement. They come to you for the direction. They come to you for the help. Mm-hmm. Or what's the next step, the next best step to right. deal with the situation. And I actually, one day during um, Bible study, had gone up to my pastor and I was just asking him, I'm, I'm trying to find that out. Okay. What is that thing? And as I was talking to him, he just said, you have the gift of helps. Didn't know there was such a thing. You know, I hear about people, you know, they, they teach, they preach, uh, maybe speak in tongues and interpret, they prophesy, they just didn't know. And mm-hmm. um, I just really started to examine um, really consider what they shared with me and in asking um, people close to me, trusted confidants. And they all said the same thing without knowing that I asked someone else. 
And so uh, for me, I would suggest anybody when you're trying to find that out, that's one way. Um, it's to ask those uh, close to you that know you well. Mm -hmm. what, when they, they see you move in your everyday, what is it that stands out that you do that blesses other people? And you just do it seamlessly. You do it naturally. It's not something you have to zhuzh up. You know, mm -hmm. you just pour out. You walk in it naturally. And it helps other people. And usually that's it. And I'll tell you something else. A lot of times, for some people, there are things that you may get teased about as a child. Mm. Um things that people might say is a little weird about you. And mm -hmm. a lot of times I've found that those are the things early on people have been pointing out in your life that turn around and bless you. Right. And are the things that separate you and, and, and brings you out from, from everybody else mm -hmm. and makes you stand out in a way that helps other people and blesses other people. Whether you're that, that person that loves to help people um, in ministry, whether it, it's in foster care, whether it's teaching, whatever that is, a lot of times those are little ways that uh, you find out what things are standing out in your life that's right. actually your purpose. But for right. me, um, I got help in, um, in my pastor, my friends that helped to point out the area where, where my purpose is at. Mm. And it's always good to have those people surrounding you who are going to be able to help and guide and point and say this way or that way. So that that's awesome to have that because not everybody does. Some people have to find it out completely on their own. And then yeah. sadly, some people never find out uh, or either they find out and they just don't, you know, execute right. because of what it might look like. Right. Now, your purpose, as you were saying, is in serving people, serving young girls and which you have been doing for 15 years, you know, with girls, you know, in the foster care system, which is also an absolutely important thing uh, for our culture, our society, you know, our human nature. What has been the most challenging piece of being a foster parent? Wow. Um, understanding that these young women, they come with life experiences that no person should have to endure and deal with, mm. let alone any child. Um, in some cases, there has been major abuse in some cases, there's been major neglect. And in some cases, there's been both. Okay. Um, and so to be able to open your, your home and your heart to help and guide and direct, you, you gotta find some, some leveling ground where you can meet each other at and to let them know that they're in a safe place mm -hmm. in a safe space with safe adults a safe family that they can kind of start to slowly unpack their baggage mm -hmm. at, their, at their pace but then you have to know that some of the things they're unpacking 
are some heavy things. Right. And so we uh, specifically deal with therapeutic foster care in, in young girls. So okay. it's a little different than just, you know, it, it goes into, you have general and therapeutic um, care, but therapeutic, um, it, it deals with a lot of heavy emotional and mental behaviors. Right. Um, so it gets challenging trying to find that leveling ground where we can meet and have them feel safe, but have us still feel safe as well. Because, right. you know, if we're honest, um, some of these children have violent backgrounds. Um, there's just all kinds of things that they have been exposed to and in some cases have become a part of. Mm -hmm. And so certainly what we do um, for, for us, my husband and I, um, God has blessed our union. We are equally yoked. We are one and has definitely graced us both to be able to do this and do this together. So um, again, it adds another dynamic that they come out of a situation where they're able to walk into a home mm -hmm. and feel the whole family vibe with mom and dad figures present. Right. right. Um, having that father in the home, major, that's major. Mm -hmm. um, he is the anchor. He is, that's where it, the, the law starts and the law stops. And they understand that, they respect that. And for us, we've been successful doing this now for several years. Um, we are living examples. Now for us, um, we do things in a faith-based way because we are Christians unapologetically. Right. Um, mm -hmm. We're not hitting anybody over the head with the Bible. We just live love. We yes. just live it. Um, we live the example that Christ sets and it works. Mm -hmm. um, we love these children into the fold. We're not judgmental of these kids. We are in no way neglectful. We, again, it's, it's all about building them up and you have to know to start. You can't assume that mm -hmm. they know anything. That part. You can't right. assume that even the basic, basic manners have been taught. You just mm -hmm. can't assume. So our approach is we assume that from a psychological, emotional, um, mental perspective, maybe they don't really know manners. They don't know table manners. They don't know to say thank you, please, or excuse me, and not just walk into a room and abruptly interrupt an adult's conversation. It, mm -hmm. There's so many things that, um, that could be lacking. But uh, for us, the challenge has been to find ways to meet them on some level of simulated common ground mm -hmm. so that we can communicate in a way um, that that give and take communication where we're here to listen we're here to help yes and then we're also here to guide direct and to teach if they agree to be coachable mm -hmm. and respectful you have to be and yes. then you know we, we walk that thing out but it's it's definitely step by step day by day um and case by case mm -hmm. uh, but um, it can be challenging but it does not that the challenges don't overshadow the, the blessings that we get out of it 
Right. Mm -hmm. And then there's, you know, sacrifice that that also comes along with that with any purpose there is sacrifice some people's purpose um you know requires them to sacrifice time and be away from their family for days on end um shout out to you know our brothers and sisters in the armed forces you know our veterans and you know who at six months um to a year depending on the branch you're in you could be away from that family or you know entertainers who have to hit the road so that the money continues to come in and you know they can serve their purpose um or foster parents who decide you know okay my purpose you know i'm walking in it and a piece of it is to open my home to a child who is without so what have you had to sacrifice in this area of your purpose? Some date nights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we can sacrifice some, some date nights. But I think um, for us, um, sometimes, yes, you, you sacrifice your time. Mm-hmm. Um, you sacrifice your, your, your quiet time. Um, you know, sometimes even raising your own biological children, there are times right. you have to listen when you really just want to unplug. You've worked all day, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm just not trying to have another conversation right now. <laughs> but you you make that sacrifice to still listen, to still be yes. present in the moment with these children. Um, you sacrifice, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the, the quiet time. The time sometimes when, like for me, I love to just go shopping or hit a mall or a store and just by myself sometimes, mm-hmm. but they would like to come along. And, you know, so sometimes um, it's just about the sacrificing of yourself and your time and some of the things you like to do to cloister right. yourself mm-hmm. and recharge. You don't, uh, for us, we sacrifice some of that to still let them know that we're here and we're present because the thing about it um you know raising children it it is a little different with foster children because there are certain things that have not been afforded to them that may be afforded you know when when you're raising your own children your own children are you you set all the standards all everything from from birth on up a lot of those things were displaced in their lives. They they didn't right. get that. And so when the time comes that they start to feel, I want to open up and share this. I want to explain something that happened. I need to pour out because I need help. And mm-hmm. they're crying out for help. It's not going to come when you're done napping or shopping. It Right. They want to connect when they want to connect. Mm-hmm. And so that sacrifice is there because it opens that door for them to mm-hmm. walk in and say, hey, I'm starting to get it. You're here to help. I'm here to be coached. I'm here to be trained. I'm here to listen. Can you help me? And yes. so when the opportunity is there, the opportunity is there. And like mm-hmm. anything else you do in life, when opportunity is there, God's not going to bring you through it or bring you to it, as they say, and not bring you through it. So, yeah, sometimes it's, it's mainly about 
the just that time, um, the self care time. Sometimes you have to give up. Uh, but again, like I said, um, in the big scheme of things, to be able to impact these lives in a positive way, mm -hmm. um, teaching these young girls what it takes to grow into young womanhood, young adulthood. There's so many things that go into that that um, they just have not gotten. And so any time is the right time to take time to pour into them when they're needing it. God's gonna always make time for me to still shop or whatever, because guess what? Everything is in his time anyway. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yes, the sacrifices, and we have even gotten to a point, we, you know, as foster parents, you get to um, use respite time, which is similar to being on leave if you're in the military or taking vacation, if you work a nine to five job. Um, but we usually just bring our kids with us like they're our kids. If we take family vacation like we did in May and go to Myrtle Beach, we pack everybody up and we go mm -hmm. because we want to immerse them in the family culture, not just, right. you know, set them aside when it's convenient and I need a break from you and then I'm going to go here because then it kind of nullifies everything we've been teaching about building them up and telling them that they're part of the family. Yes. So, you know, those are the things, the family vacations, the, the personal times. Sometimes you do have to sacrifice those, but it's all out blessing um, overall. Yes. Awesome. That is, it, it definitely takes a certain and a special someone to be able to do that, you know, to be able to provide that love and that care and genuinely do it uh, because... You know, there is this bad rep that comes with parents and the foster care system um, because everyone's always talking about the money that the state brings. And it's like, no, you know, I, I, I work every single day yes. for a company <laughs> and then I have my own business. And so, no, it has nothing to do with that. Like you genuinely and your husband genuinely yes. want to change lives for the positive and give these girls something to look forward to as they grow into their own adulthood someone to remember who hey they really did love me or they really do love me and i still feel that i don't i haven't talked to them in years but if i were to walk into a mall and see them i i feel a happy place and you and your husband are providing that happy space, which I absolutely commend the both of you on, um, because, like you said, um, I I I don't know firsthand about it being easy, but I can see, you know, the love that you all pour out, and it's not, oh, that's my foster kid, that's my daughter. Yes. Um, and even with Shadon, he's always, you know, this, when he introduces, oh, this is my sister. And it's like, well, yep, there it is, because that's exactly who they are. And I believe that alone will aid in changing their lives and showing them a better picture than what, you know, quote unquote, the world has tried to show them. So in your opinion, why is purpose important purpose is important because purpose 
is that thing that you contribute to humankind. Mm-hmm. It's your why am I here? It's your thing that God has given you, that he's invested in you, that he wants to get a return on his investment. Wow. That's what that purpose is. We're not just here to, the blessing is we get to be here and have families and friends and enjoy one another and have fun. Yes. But then it's really about serving him and servicing others, one anothering. That's what everything is about and loving one another. Mm-hmm. Your purpose is that thing that makes you active in 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 that, I don't want to say job, but um, so to speak. What are you working at when you get up every day that has made a life different? What have you done that has added to any soul on this earth? Besides the usual punch the clock, clock in, mm-hmm. clock out, um, made a few phone calls, redecorated the house, whatever it is that we do in our day to day. But in every day that goes by, what have you done that has made a difference in somebody's life? So that's what, to me, that's what purpose is. It is that thing that says, here's what I have contributed to humankind. Mm. Yes, that, that, yeah. I mean, you said it. There's nothing else to even piggyback on because that's that's absolutely what it is. Like we were talking about earlier, it's in the service. Yes. Every every piece of purpose is in the service. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I do want to dive a little bit into your next. I know you have some things that you're, you know, aspiring to do, wanting to do, and are going to do with women, um, with young women. And there's a platform that you're building right now. And one of those platforms is actually your own YouTube channel and podcast. So just tell us a little bit about that and, you know, what you see that being as we go into the future. Yes, um, I am just starting my YouTube channel, Encourage Five to Impact. Five being the number of grace that I need in everything that I do. Um, But it's about encouraging young women to have a positive impact on their lives, more specifically the Generation Z, the young women 18 to 24, 25 that are transitioning out of foster care into adulthood. Um, There's a lot of disparities between these young women and their peers that have not come up through the foster care system. And I'd like to kind of close those gaps. Um, My purpose for my YouTube and my uh, pending podcast as well is that I wanna have on, um, you know, host influencers and professionals, even entertainers that can offer information that help to build these young women, offer offer information that will kind of connect the dots on what's next in their lives. Once they age out of foster care, what's the next best step? How Mm -hmm. do I not contribute to the current 
stats of the homelessness between you know 23, 24 to 30 years of age for the young people that have uh, transitioned out of foster care, how right. the less disparity of them that don't make it to uh, you know get their their further their education. Um, so my platform, I want to use my platform to connect those dots to help bridge that gap so mm -hmm. that there are steps laid out. I want, um, I'm, I'm looking for, as I said, other resources, um, influencers, professionals that can step into um, helping, advising, educating, and equipping these young women to empowerment mm -hmm. in their lives and not becoming just another sad statistic. Right. So that's where I'm going with it. And I, I think that's very important because we always hear about, okay, these kids are in the foster care system, but we don't hear anything about when they reach that age, that quote unquote age out what what where do they go what happens to them who do they become and do they get any information on quality of life here here's what you can do uh, we know you've moved out of these homes uh here's like you said the resources the how to build resumes if they didn't learn that when they were in the foster care system because Unfortunately, some children never make it to a home. They remain in a group home for the entire time they're in the foster care system. And, you know, some people play ping pong with some of these kids. They're like, oh, you made me mad today. I'm calling the social worker and you're out of here tomorrow. And it's like, we can't do that to them. We, we can't be that much of a disservice to them because that's only going to tell them what you know naysayers have told them their whole lives you know you're worthless and no one's ever going to love you and it's like no there are people out here who absolutely love you who want to love you who want to love on you who do not wish or want to harm you and i believe that what you're doing and getting ready to do is only going to impact those lives even further and i look forward to seeing what you know is to come with it i look forward to being a part and to aiding um in whatever way that i can i know it is for the young ladies so you know the background pulling the curtain whatever it is that i can do i'm absolutely willing to do and for other people who may be listening or may be watching and they want to get involved with this program, how can they how can they do so? They can do so. Um, certainly. Um, and I would even say you can email me at sheer elegant events at yahoo.com. And that is S-H-E-E-R-E-L-E-G-A-N-T-E. V is in Victor, E-N-T-S at yahoo.com. They can certainly reach out to me um, on my Instagram. Um, my IG handle is Williamson7053. 
and certainly um, like, share, and subscribe my YouTube channel, Encourage 5 to Impact, E-N-C-O-R-A-G-E, the number five, T-O, Impact, I-M-P-A-C-T. So I would love to have anybody that um, would love to share and help to um, any helpful tips about tips about um, you know things from self care, um, banking, um, financial literacy, writing resumes. Um, you know, I'm going to speak it as though it were, you know, in my mind, I think about uh, like a Tiffany Haddish or, or any other um, influencers and entertainers that have walked that walk through foster care to come back and pour into these young women, help me to pour into and connect the dots and show them that where they've been doesn't have to necessarily determine where they're going and who God mm -hmm. is calling them to be. So yes. anyone that would love to be a help at pouring into and building up these young women to educate them, to equip them, to encourage them, to be empowered, I would love the help. Awesome. And we're definitely going to work to, to make that happen. If you did not hear all of the information, you can always rewind to see what she said again to get all the email address. The social media handle has been for those of you watching on YouTube, scrolling at the bottom throughout the course of this episode. And also, if you want to get more advice, maybe you want to reach out to me, you can do that uh, directly by going to info at beyondthecoffeetable.com. And I will put you in direct contact with her so that we can do whatever we need to do to get these girls the resources that they need because. They matter, just like you matter, just like I matter. These young girls also matter. And we need to let them know that. We need to let them not only know it with our words, but we need to let them know it through our actions and what it is we're doing. You know, people often say, well, you know, I hear you talking, but I don't <laughs> see you doing much. <laughs> so we are absolutely going to do whatever we need to do um and make this thing happen uh you know encourage to impact is going to be no pause it is already an incredible platform and we're just looking to everything that is to come from it ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in for this episode of Beyond the Coffee Table, the podcast. Ms. Wanda, thank you for being here. I love you. I appreciate you. Terry, and, thank uh, you so much for having me. I'm so honored and uh, privileged, and I really appreciate you and yes. uh, your, your audience. You. Thank you for and, having me. Ms. Wanda, real, real fast, um, I know we were closing, but this just dropped into my spirit, and uh, I've been trying to be intentional about when things do that to act on it. So for that, young woman young lady girl who is watching right now trying to figure out what what am i going to do i'm at the age and they're telling me i'm aging out and i have not a clue on what's next for me if you could just provide them with some encouragement or some advice to help them get through to their next i would encourage them that um, stay close 
stay close to the family um, that fostered you, first of all, um, which is what we do. Most of our girls still stay connected and come back because when you say family, family is family now mm -hmm. and forever. I would say stay close to those families for help and guidance because you're still going to need it. I would say stay close to all of your workers. Um, you know, you, you don't throw away good people. If people have been mm -hmm. an asset um, and a help in your life, you stay connected. You still email them. You still call them so that when things get a little troubling, you have people to still connect you because even if they may not be able to do it through the system anymore at that point, you never know how people still on a personal level, heart to heart, might be able to still help you and give you some guidance and some direction. So I would definitely say the first thing would be to stay connected. Um, you know, sometimes there are some kids that just feel like I want to go to this place called I can do what I want to do, not have to be accountable, not have to answer to anybody. But the real answer is there's no such thing. There's no such place in this life. We have to be accountable one for another. And there's always somebody to answer to, no matter what season or situation you're in. Mm -hmm. But make sure that you stay connected to people that are going to cover you, that are going to protect you, that are going to give you sound uh, counsel and guide and direct you. Even when you fall, they'll be there to help you you know, get back up. So um, that would be the first thing that I would say. And um, again, I'm trying to get the education and the resources together because I actually really want, sincerely, want to have a, a plan laid out with steps and, and programs already in place for these young women. But I would say that would be the first step for right now. Stay connected because we're willing to still, you know, if we can help, if that's to help with food or placement or anything, you never know how a person can still be a blessing to you. So please stay connected. Absolutely. Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Again, if you want to get in touch with Miss Wanda, all the information will be in the description of this here episode. And also, don't forget to check her out over on her YouTube channel, which is Encourage 5-2 Impact. And on that note, we're going to let y'all go. Y'all be blessed. And in everything you do, make sure you do it in peace. Make sure you do it with love. And make sure you add a little bit of respect. We'll see y'all in the next time. Peace.